Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. It's Halloween, the day that the Celts believe the veil between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. But as the day has evolved from ancient times into the trick-or-treat version we see today, it's also become a day that some people may choose a costume much scarier than any ghost, one of cultural appropriation. We were all painted in black and it was just fine. We thought it was fine. Today, we look at why some find it difficult to understand why things like blackface aren't appropriate and how you can figure out whether your costume is funny, frightening or just plain offensive. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. When our colleague Elise wrote on Facebook that she'd done something in her past that she was very ashamed of, it got us talking because she'd done something that many of us had done as children, not realising it was offensive, racist and ignorant. I was flicking through an old yearbook and saw photos of myself and some of my peers in full-on blackface. And I had almost definitely suppressed that memory because I like to think of myself as a bit woke now, I guess. I remembered in that moment that there was a house music festival performance and there are themes and the theme for this year was movies. The house captain chose a song that the entire house would perform, which was a song from the movie The Power of One. It's sung by slaves in the height of apartheid and it was about 150 white girls with their faces painted black performing in front of the whole school and we had fake blankets as if we were in some kind of prison camp and they had put up a fake fence in front of us and we had signs that were the lyrics of the songs that were, they run this way, they run that way, they are cowards, they are afraid. And we were all painted in black and it was just fine. We thought it was fine. There were girls that were actually sad that they had missed out on having their faces painted because they weren't part of the dress up and the cel- what we thought was like celebration and act. Elise says this was before the Harry Connick Jr. moment on our TV, which was possibly the first time Australians were made aware that blackface was culturally inappropriate. Appearing on a reboot of the classic Aussie variety show Hey Hey It's Saturday, the American star was shocked when a group dressed as the Jackson 5 wore blackface. When you were judging, very kindly judging red faces, I noticed that when we had the Jackson drive on, and it didn't occur to me till afterwards that I think we may have offended you with that mm. act. And I, I deeply apologise on behalf of us because I know that, you know, your countrymen, that's an insult to 
you know, have a, a blackface routine right, like that on the right. show. Uh, so I do apologize to you. I, Thanks, you Daryl. Know. And I just wanted to say on behalf of, you know, of my country, I know it was done in humorous yeah. but, you know, we've spent so much time trying to not make black people look like buffoons mm. that when we see something like that, we take it really yeah. to heart. Yeah. And I know it was in good fun. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is take the show, like, to a real kind of a down level because I love, you know how much I love this show in this country, but I feel like I'm at home here. And if I knew that was going to be a part of the show, I probably, I definitely wouldn't have done it. On Halloween, when we have the opportunity to dress up as any number of ghoulish, scary or fabulous things, sometimes we don't realise that our get-up can have its roots in racism and oppression. It's happened plenty of times amongst the Hollywood crowd. Actress and Dancing with the Stars performer Julianne Hough dressed up as Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black in 2013. Julianne is white. The actress who plays Crazy Eyes, Uzo Duba, is not. Aussie actress Isla Fisher was reportedly so shocked that Huff went blackface, she told her to go to the bathroom and wash it off. In 2016, Hilary Duff showed up to a Halloween gig dressed as a sexy pilgrim while her then-boyfriend wore a Native American Indian chief costume. Even Heidi Klum, who's famous for her incredible Halloween creations, was slammed for her 2008 choice, dressing up as the Hindu goddess of destruction, Kali. She painted her entire body blue, had extra arms attached along with her flowing black wig. Heidi never apologised, despite calls from Hindu-American leaders to do so. So why is dressing up as things like this so offensive? Dr Miyamudi Ramirez is a Professor of Journalism, Public Relations and New Media at Baylor University's College of Arts and Sciences. She's a well-known expert on mass media representations of minorities, women and other underrepresented groups, and is the author of the book From Blackface to Black Twitter, Reflection on Black Humour, Race, Politics and Gender. Mia, here in Australia, we didn't really understand that blackface is not an appropriate thing to do until very recently. Can you take us back to its origins and the reasons why it is so offensive? Blackface originated during an era of oppression of black people. So it originated with white people wearing black makeup to entertain white people, and it was considered offensive because many times African Americans were depicted in a less than favorable light. They were usually stereotyped as being less intelligent, lazy, animalistic, and just very offensive stereotypes. So that was why blackface received a negative connotation because of the treatment of black people. That's an understanding of where blackface comes from. We know we should not be doing that. So when it comes to dressing up for Halloween, is it ever okay to dress as another culture or does it really depend on what that culture is? Some people would argue that it's not okay unless you know the history of that culture or if you're able to walk in the shoes of that culture, particularly if it's a culture that's been marginalised or oppressed. And if you are a member of a dominant group, then that would be considered, you should really think twice about it. So it might be okay if you're dressing up to reflect someone who's a part of your own culture because you know about that culture and you know the trials and tribulations that have been experienced by that culture. One issue with blackface or with cultural appropriation is the idea that for some people, they're able to take off the costume or take off whatever it is they're wearing, and then they're able to return to a more dominant culture versus somebody who is a part of that culture. They're not able to do that. 
they're going to always be a part of that minority culture, they can't take off their mask or take off their costume. So that's one of the issues with dressing up like another culture because you don't really know the history of that culture and you can't really walk in a person's shoes from that particular culture. So we can take on the look but not the issues. Yes. And another reason that people are against blackface is because sometimes it's done to be humorous or to make fun of a group. So people think, oh, it's funny. Why shouldn't I be able to dress up in a costume or dress like somebody from another culture? And it's disrespectful because you're not really showing respect for that culture. You're doing it because you want to grab people's attention or you want to be funny. And it's just very disrespectful because you're not really showing deference or you're not really showing reverence for the group that you're portraying. Can I give you an example of one that's been coming up in the lead up to Halloween? And that is kids and parents wanting to dress up as characters from the Disney film Moana. Now, Moana is based on a Samoan tradition and so a lot of the characters have Samoan tribal tattoos and Moana herself wears a traditional Samoan outfit and there are little girls across the world who want to dress up and look like Moana but then there are others who say that you shouldn't dress up as people from that culture. That is cultural Mm -hmm. appropriation. Where do you stand on that? Well this is when it becomes difficult Because the line between something that's noticeably offensive, such as blackface, and something that might not be considered as offensive, such as dressing up as Moana, that line is very thin. I mean, what I usually tell people is if your child doesn't know the meaning of this particular culture and the ethnic attire that's under consideration for Halloween, then it's probably not a good idea for them to wear it. Uh, They know that they've seen Moana in a movie and they like her character, but they don't necessarily know um, anything else about her culture. She is a Polynesian princess, and her character is based on real culture and history. But if your child may not know anything beyond that, and so it's probably not a good idea for them to dress up in that type of costume. Okay, well, that brings me to my le- next question. Are, is there like a list of do's and don'ts when you're considering your Halloween costume? What should we be asking ourselves when we get dressed up to go trick-or-treating? I would say first and foremost, avoid dressing up in a costume that will reflect another ethnicity or culture, particularly if you have to darken your face or change the texture of your hair. That's probably the most important tip. Another tip would be choose something that is fun and tasteful. Animals, nowadays, they actually have themes where you will have two people that go dressed as something. You may have like peanut butter and jelly, or you may have a mother and a child. So now it's more trendy to follow along the lines of a theme, to come up with a creative theme. And it doesn't have to be a person, or you don't have to reflect a character, but maybe it's a theme that could be just an object. So that's one of the biggest trends that I've noticed this year. And when you think about choosing a costume, you need to think about whether it will be perceived as tasteful or tasteless. So think about if you knock on the door of someone of a culture that you're reflecting, would they be offended by what you're wearing? And then if you say, yes, somebody might be offended, then you shouldn't wear the costume. And a final uh, tip would be, does the culture that you're interested in representing have a history of oppression? 
And then if you can answer yes to that question, then you would say, no, you probably shouldn't dress up as, as a character who's a part of that culture. So if you're planning on dressing up as someone from a different culture instead of a ghost witch or sexy cat tonight to trick or treat, take one last look in the mirror and ask yourself if you're making fun of someone who comes from a minority who've been oppressed or disadvantaged by their stereotypes. Or you might end up feeling like Elise, who says knowing what she knows now, she would tell her teenage self to do better. I feel really sad. I feel really sad. I really was ignorant. I was so ignorant. And I see what those things do now to people who are oppressed and have had that used as a character to make fun of them. And it makes me so mad that my teachers didn't think it was bad. I just wish that it hadn't happened because it's really gross and it makes me feel really dirty to still talk about it. But I'm kind of in two minds about it. I'm like, if I don't talk about it and one day someone finds out and they're like, well, you're a dickhead. And now I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing that I did and I'm so ashamed that it happened and I'm trying every day to make sure that that kind of stuff doesn't happen just in the little things that I do and, you know, calling out that BS online when I see it. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Ellie Beattie. Audio production by Ian Camilleri. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash the quickie. And if you'd like us to check into a news story in a bit more detail, send us an email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au. 